Welcome to the Spiritual Recharge Podcast. This is your place to experience peace and higher consciousness while recharging the battery of your soul. So get comfortable, take a few relaxing breaths, and settle into this sacred time for yourself. So today we're diving into being willing, being open to allow higher consciousness and freedom and all the good feelings. And we're going to explore what is holding us back from being in this altered higher state of consciousness that is natural. Because after all, we are spiritual beings. It's not that we have to become spiritual beings. (laughs) You already are a spiritual being. You always were a spiritual being and you always will be a spiritual being, a spiritual being of light, an eternal being, pure consciousness. We don't have to invent this. We don't have to make this up. It already is there. So you are what you are anyway. But if we're not experiencing that then it means there are these blocks in the way of the light. The sun is shining, the sun is always shining, but if we are locked away in a room somewhere, in a cupboard, right, with all the curtains drawn and locked away in a dark cupboard somewhere, then we're not experiencing the light, even though it's all around us, right? It doesn't take much to get back into the light, But there are these blocks, and if we're not feeling that sense of freedom and bliss and love and lightness, then there is something else going on. So we're going to explore what that is and ways of letting it go, because why hold on to this stuff? And I'll ask you right at the beginning, would you love, would you love to let it all go? Would you love to let it go? It's not your fault, by the way. It's not my fault. It's not anyone's fault that these blocks are here. So we're not to blame for any of this stuff. It's not actually anything we could have done about it. But it is our responsibility to let them go. And quite frankly, most of the work on a spiritual journey is just releasing things that are holding us back. So, in a way, it's not that we're trying to become anything, we're just releasing something that we're not. If you were walking down the street, carrying really heavy bags and really uncomfortable clothes, and had all these things that you're having clanging in a way and all these things banging into each other, it's an extremely unpleasant way of walking. But if you released all that stuff and you put on nice, comfortable clothes, then you could dance and sing and have fun, right? You can enjoy yourself. And this is what we're dealing with, where there's all these things stuck to us, uncomfortable energies, stories. A lot of it is stories that we hold about ourselves in our head. I'm not very good. I'm not spiritual enough. I made a mistake. This thing happened this person said this, I'm attached to this thing. There's all these long list of stories that we tell ourselves, all they're happening unconsciously below the surface of our awareness. 
And if we don't look at this and release it, then it carries on and it can carry on for years. I know people on spiritual path for, for decades and they're still carrying stories around because they haven't looked at this stuff deeply enough. Good news though is that it doesn't take that much to deal with this. The main thing is a willingness and honesty, willingness and honesty. If we are willing to be honest with ourselves, then all the energy that was wasted in being stuck in the story and illusion, all that energy can go into transformation and wonderful feelings. Holding on to our story, holding on to our attachments, holding on to all of these things, it takes an enormous amount of effort, actually. Running away from ourselves is a full-time job, right? If you think about, like, why is the world in such a strange place? Because the majority of people are running away from themselves on a daily basis through distractions, through various coping mechanisms, and it takes huge amounts of effort to keep that going day after day, week after week, year after year, right? We have to constantly be busy, we have to distract ourselves, we have to run around, we have to lie to ourselves, we have to tell ourselves these stories. It's a huge amount of work, and most of it's unconscious. But if we can just stop and say, let me just look at this stuff here, and let me let it go, <laughs> then we don't have to carry it around. We don't have to keep it going any longer. So most of these stories, most of these blocks are something to do with attachments that we have to certain things. You know, attachment to certain people, attachment to certain foods, attachment to certain things. We don't even realize this is happening. But we're, we're sort of taking support from external things without even necessarily realizing that's what's happening. But on a deeper level, we're avoiding just being. Let me put it another way. There is this infinite presence of divine light that you already are all the time, day and night, day and night, right now. And if we can just drop into that feeling you can just drop down, you can just let it go. <laughs> and there's this massive amount of good vibrations right there. It's just so wonderful. Right? But if we're not doing that, then what do we do instead? We have to feel good. We want to feel good, right? So if we're not practicing and letting go and experiencing this expansive awareness, then we're going to hold on to things. And we know on some level that they're very flimsy that we're avoiding something, that it's not really doing the trick, right? We can take foods and drinks and there are different drugs that we can get our hands on if we wanted to and then there's all this entertainment, all these things, right? 
they're all neutral ultimately, but if we're clinging onto them all the time, running around after them, and we have a story, I'm not good enough, I'm not spiritual enough, I'm not ready, I can't go into this experience yet, then we're spending our whole life running around with all these other things that are not the real thing. So just tune into it for yourself. What do you feel is blocking you from constantly feeling liberated and free and peaceful and blissful? I just want to take a moment now to give thanks to you for listening, for being here, for your beautiful presence. It really means a lot to us to be doing this and connect with you. And one thing that we'd really appreciate is if you could go and leave a review on Apple or Spotify. That way we can help grow the podcast. You can help grow the podcast. And if you have any questions or you need any extra support, just leave it in there and we'll do everything we can. If you have any topics that you'd like us to share about, or anything that you like that you'd like us to do more of, just go ahead and mention that in the review and we will do everything we can to support you. So thank you so much. This is very important to reflect on because once it becomes conscious, then you can let it go. But if it's unconscious and it's happening in the background, then massive amounts of your energy is spent in that carrying on, carrying on, carrying on day after day. And all of that energy could have been spent in just relaxing and feeling you've attained everything, because you have. What I'm talking about here is very subtle, right? It's, it's one of these things like Maya. We've talked about Maya in other podcasts. Maya is the illusion, the seductive illusion of things. So we think, oh, this thing's going to be great. And we run around after this, and then we run around after that, and then this person, and then this idea, and then this thing. And because we don't even realize what's going on, it happens in a way that seems entirely reasonable to us in the moment. Most, most of what we do all day long, from our perspective, seems perfectly normal, perfectly reasonable. <laughs> well, of course, you know, I'm getting on my day, there's things to do, I'm taking care of this, taking care of that, checking this, checking that, right? It just seems reasonable things to do. But if we're not feeling that divine light and bliss, then what's actually happening is all of that stuff is pulling us out of our center. And making us run around, run around, run around. So what do we do about this, right? Especially if something is unconscious. The unconscious is fascinating because of the fact that it's unconscious. As soon as you try and even talk about it, it's going to put you in a strange state. 
because it's unconscious. I recently did um, a space clearing on my house, right? Just to get rid of some stuff that I don't need. And I've noticed that <laughs> every time I do that, it it's harder than it seems like it should be. And the reason is I'm dealing with my unconscious. Right? If you've done a space clearing and you've gone through all your stuff and you've got rid of loads of things, all those objects have something to do with the past and often they have something to do with an unconscious state we were in at the time we bought them or they have memories associated and there's all this stuff right and when you start going through all of it you're dealing with your unconscious which can make you feel very strange very tired so when we talk about these things what i'm what i'm basically talking about today and this is almost difficult to talk about is that there's this infinite bliss going on underneath everything, which is who you are. Then there's this massive layer of blocks, stories, unconscious stuff that is stopping the feeling of complete freedom from being there permanently. And unless we bring it up and actually look at it and honest about it, it's going to carry on and carry on and carry on. And then we're not going to feel completely free, which is what we're here for. So the first step to deal with this is honesty. Honesty is such an important thing because when we're running away from ourselves, distracting ourselves, we're not being honest. And I'll be honest with you, I've done plenty of distracting myself over the years, I have to say because there's lots of things that can be very distracting and I can easily get caught up in endless things. Even today I could if I wanted to. So there's endless things, there's there's people, there's projects, there's various foods and drinks and there's all sorts of fun things to do and you know, the list, list, list goes on. And there's nothing wrong with any of these things. It's just that if we are running away from ourselves through all these things. Then we're not with ourselves. So the whole transformation is saying, look, instead of me running away from myself with all these stories and things, let me come back and let me be honest with myself. Let me be here for myself. Let me be with myself, right? And you can have a conversation with yourself like this. Okay, this is where I'm at in my life right now. I have these attachments. I have these dependencies. I have these issues. I have these things that I think I need. Once you start actually talking about and being very honest about the attachments the stories, the desires, the blocks. Once you actually start having a conversation with yourself about these things and with God about these things, then you can experience huge relief, huge relief, because you're not running away anymore. So there's, there's basically two ways of living. One is running away from ourselves. 
which is a full-time job. And the other is being honest and saying, all right, what am I dealing with here? <laughs> What's going on? Once we can admit to ourselves we have these things happening, then we immediately go into a higher state of consciousness. And then we can start moving forward. So, for example, I'll, I'll tell you a personal example. I have various attachments, if I'm honest, about, you know, I'm, I'm attached to certain people in various ways who I appreciate their company. Um, there are lots of projects that I'm interested in working on because I have all these companies. There's lots of um, there's certain foods and drinks and things I like eating, you know, that I'm, I could say I'm attached to. Um, I'm attached to my house. I mean, I could write you a whole list, you know, and I'm sure you could write a list yourself. If I deny that that's happening, then I'm basically sneaking away from myself, running around after these things. And what I'm talking about is like normal behavior. Like we wake up in the morning, take care of this, take care of this. But what's happening on a deeper level is we're running away from ourselves and not being with our higher self whilst this is all happening. We don't actually have to get rid of everything either. That's the interesting thing. You, there's no need for you to like live in a cave and never talk to anyone and like give everything up. That, that's not what I'm saying, just to, just to be really clear. There's no need for us to stop working on the projects that we like or stop eating the foods or whatever it is. It's just that if we're in denial that we have all these things going on, then we're running away from ourselves towards these things that we think are going to help us. And then we're denying that it's happening. And then we do another thing to avoid ourselves. And then another thing and another thing and the whole day goes by. And that's basically the rest of the day. And then that happens the next day and the next day and the next day. As soon as we say, all right, here's all the things going on in my life that I'm unconscious of, that I'm running around towards. Here's the blocks that I have. It's like settling down into yourself. It's like coming back. You're having an actual real conversation. You're having a real experience with your whole life. You're saying, I am a spiritual being and I'm in this world and I have all these things happening and I'm admitting that I have them all happening. Then, once we've reached that stage, then we can say, all right, how can I, as a spiritual being, <laughs> remember who I am as the first and foremost thing, come into that feeling, and then do stuff in my life? How can I ascend into this higher state of consciousness as the main thing in life? And then call someone up to have a chat and then make some lunch and then work on a project and then, you know, do this thing. You, you feel what I'm saying here? 
when we're honest about how we're running around, we can bring it back to the now, and we can come back to ourselves, slow down, be with ourselves, and then do something. Most people are so terrified of doing this that they, they're just running around all day long. It never ends. And even meditation can actually not get to this level, what I'm talking about. We can sit for meditation and still be in some sort of panicked state of distraction and um, distraction and running. Meditation can be spiritual bypassing as well. I'm going to do this practice, 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 but it's all, we're not coming back to ourselves. It's still the, the lower self doing meditation, right? <laughs> the, uh, the lower self, our ego self, can be very good at meditation, but it's not real meditation. It's, it's like ego meditation. Real meditation is not actually meditation at all. It's just waking up. Isn't that wonderful? Real meditation is just saying, wow, I'm actually this eternal being and I here I am in the world and I'm all right and everything's great. You know, it's not actually a practice. It's a state of consciousness. So even spiritual practices can be a distraction from waking up, funny enough. Isn't that rather amusing? So coming back coming back to yourself first. And it, it all comes back to honesty, honesty with ourselves, honesty with the divine, saying, okay, I admit that I've been running around. I admit that I've been escaping myself. I admit that there's a lot of stuff happening here, which most of it I don't even know about, but I know it's something's going on and I'm willing to come back home. So there's two lives we can live. One is a life of, of running away from ourselves. And the other is a life of coming back to ourselves. One is a life of the external world, outside, getting everything just right. And the other is the life of coming to our internal world as the place of safety, and the place of recluse, the place of restoration. Lots of love and blessings. Just wanted to mention that if you enjoy this podcast and resonate with it and you'd like more, Go ahead and make sure that you follow the podcast on Apple or Spotify or wherever it is that you listen to it. So that way you get notified of any new things. And we're going to be doing new and different things from time to time, extra little bits and pieces. So you can learn about all of that as well. So I just wanted to mention that. Go ahead and follow the podcast. Thank you so much for your wonderful presence and back to the podcast. So these are very deep, deep things. It's almost normally what I talk about, I find easy to talk about. I find this particular topic a little bit hard to even express because it's 
a pattern that is so deep and so permanent that it's hard to actually expose what it is exactly. But the closest I can get is that there's running away or coming back home. Back home, back to the peace. Where you can just be with yourself, you can sit with yourself, you can be content with yourself, you can just lie down. And when you come home to yourself, to who you really are, to the light that you are, this spiritual being, your breathing will slow down. You'll feel, you'll actually feel profoundly relaxed. You'll feel everything's all right. You'll feel that you are enough just the way you are. You'll feel that even though you have certain preferences and opinions and things that you you need, that you're still okay, that it's fine. For example, let's say somebody likes to, um, like a friend of mine, right? He smokes cigarettes, okay? He knows they're bad for him. He knows he shouldn't be doing it, right? But he can't give it up. This goes back to his childhood, right? When he was like much younger. If, if he lets that smoking get in the way of his spiritual practice, If he doesn't have an honest conversation about it, he's going to ruin his spiritual life, right? And what I mean is, I'm not saying he should stop smoking, by the way. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that if someone is smoking and they feel bad about their smoking and they haven't had an honest conversation with themselves about doing it and they feel guilty about it and they're running away from themselves into the smoking, then they're not with themselves. They're externally positioned. It's all about doing this thing that I shouldn't be doing and I wish I wasn't doing, but I can't help it. And it's all outside. If he comes back to himself and says, I'm actually a spiritual being, I'm honest that I'm addicted to smoking and I know this is hard for me and I know I can't give it up right now, but I'm gonna be aware that I'm a spiritual being. And I'm going to be aware that I am the light. And I'm going to stay in the light. And I'm going to talk to God about it. And I'm going to receive help. And after a while, you'll probably be able to give up smoking. If it's appropriate at that time, right? It will, something will happen and he will just realize. Because he's living inside the container of his unlimited self. And he's receiving power. The need for the nicotine or whatever it is is going to drop off slowly but surely from that place of fullness. But if he's denying this and running outside, then he's never going to get the power to overcome the situation. Many times we spend a lot of our effort trying to solve things externally by running away from ourselves 
we think if I get everything externally just right, then finally I'll be all right. I'll be able to relax. But what happens in reality? In reality, it's never ending. We try and get this one situation right with this person or this house or this thing, and it might be sort of all right for a little bit, and then some other thing happens, and there's another thing, and it just goes on and on and on and on. It never ends. There's, it's never going to end. I mean, it ultimately will come to an end because it has to, but it's it could carry on for years and years and years. So instead of that, we can just say, let me just be honest. I'm just going to sit here and be honest with myself. Okay, here's my life. Here's what's going on. Here's all the addictions I have. Here's the needs that I have. Here's all the things that are happening. Here's how I feel about these situations. All of this stuff is going on and I'm not going to deny it. And I'm not lying about it to myself and I'm not pretending it isn't happening. Right, it's such a relief, such a relief just to have that conversation with yourself. I mean, you can talk to a counselor or a coach or a therapist about it as well, by all means, but that's that's less important than it is having the conversation with you and with the divine because you, you're the most important person in your own life. And then the higher power, the divine God, the source of divine bliss, just to sit down and say, okay, let's have a good look at it, all of it then you've come back to your higher self, to who you are, and you're having a genuine relationship with yourself and with your life. Because we're either having a relationship with ourselves and with our life and with God, or we're having only a relationship <laughs> with the world around us, like with our ego, with our story, with our distraction. Let's say, for example, somebody likes to watch movies, yeah? Like, wants, likes to watch, there's so many wonderful movies. I like to watch movies, right? I'm sure a lot of people do. I can say to myself, I, there's two options to deal with this, right? One of them is I could say, I shouldn't watch movies because it's a waste of my time and feel bad about it and distract myself and then watch movies anyway and then feel bad and not be in my higher self, right? I mean, there, there are some bad movies around that we don't want to watch that would be bad for our mind, right? In which case, it's we need to be honest about that, right? But there are a lot of things in life that are a bit neutral, that are sort of not really the highest thing to do, but they're not devastating either, right? So, but if we're in denial of these things, certain foods, certain movies, certain um, music, whatever, right? There's loads, life is full of all sorts of options all day long. So if I deny that I like watching movies, then I'll probably still watch them anyway except I'll be unconscious about it. I won't be in myself. And I might end up watching more movies than I want. I mean, I'm bringing this up because I had my wisdom teeth pulled recently and I couldn't do anything. So I watched a bunch of movies and I felt a bit bad about it, if I'm honest, because I watched a bunch of Harry Potter movies. 
I find Harry Potter rather interesting because of this spiritual significance. But um, I can also just realize I'm a spiritual being. I'm in this world. I've got, I'm in pain. I can't think properly, right? I'm just going to watch a movie and I'm going to enjoy it, right? So there's a choice to be in myself, to be having a relationship with myself and honest about what's going on and then just say, this is what I need to do right now. And in an ideal world, maybe that wouldn't be necessary. I could do something else, but I'm choosing, I'm being conscious of it. Because if we're not conscious of what we're doing, then we're unconscious and we're being driven by it, right? There's a very big difference between saying, I choose to eat this chocolate bar as a spiritual being, right? And going unconscious and and thinking we haven't got any need for any food and then polishing off a whole tub of ice cream and a couple of pizzas, right? Not that I do that, but I'm just saying this is this is why so many people act out in strange ways. They're not aware that any of these things are happening until later on, right? And then they deny that it was as bad as it was, and then it carries on again. One of the people I know who I work with, one of my clients, major eating disorder, you know, throwing up and stuff, right? Bulimia. And that can carry on and carry on and carry on for years, right? If we don't come back to ourselves, Whatever whatever problems there are, right? I, everyone has their own thing, you know. Some people it's eating disorders, some people it's drugs, some people it's alcohol, some people it's food, some people it's some sort of um, entertainment or gambling or porn or something, right? There's endless types of things. It could be just need to talk to people all the time, can never be alone. We could write a very, 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 very long list of all the possible dysfunctional behaviors of a human being. But when we come back to ourselves and we say, look, let me look at my life. What is going on here? What am I addicted to? What do I like? What do I, what do I need? Then we are in, in the self. You can just imagine it like there's this place and there is a place right here, right now, where you drop down. It really feels like coming away from the outside and you drop down and there's this wonderful, wonderful expansive feeling. Where you can then move into your life from that place. And the interesting thing is that when you allow yourself to have this experience and you are really honest about various things, you're likely going to find that some of the things that you think you need, that you think you're attached to, you actually don't really care about. I'll give an example. Let's come back to the smoking example, right? A lot of people don't smoke anymore, but it's a good example. There's people who teach mindfulness to smokers to help them give up smoking. And what do they do? What's the method? They have them 
become extremely mindful about their how the cigarette smells, how it feels, how they feel before, how they feel afterwards. They have them be extremely pay close attention to the whole sensation of smoking because normally these behaviors that we do unconsciously are un we don't realize we're doing them they're automatic so when someone pays really close attention to the whole process of smoking a cigarette after a while they realize they don't like it and they give it up right they've got huge success stories in mindfulness practice to get rid of smoking I don't smoke, I haven't smoked for years, right? So it's not a problem I have, but the same principle can be used in anything. So you come back to yourself and then from the self, from the mindful higher consciousness that you're a spiritual being, you move out into the world as the light that you are as the presence that you are, as the spiritual traveler that you are, the complete being. And then you take action. And from that place, many of the things that are distractions will not be interesting anymore. So we can either say, I can't come back to myself because I've got all these problems in life, I've got all these stories, all these things going on, I can't come back to myself because of all this stuff and everything has to be taken care of and it goes on and on and on. That's one way of dealing with things and it, it's not going to work because it's just endless and it goes round and round and it only gets worse. The other option is to say, okay, let me be radically honest with myself, let me sit down with myself, let me completely lay all of it out, lay it all out, all of it, Let me come back to myself, which happens naturally, by the way. It's not like you have to make effort. When, when you are with yourself, when you finally are radically honest with yourself, you come back to yourself. It's not something that is even difficult. The difficult piece is the willingness to be honest. Willing to be honest about how you feel, really and truly. Willing to be honest about what you th what you need. Willing to be honest about where you're insecure about things. You know, if you're upset about something or you're worried about something, we can deny it. We can go unconscious and pretend that we're not really. That's what the ego does. This is the whole problem. Denial, going unconscious, pretending it's not happening, lying to ourselves, and so then we're living a lie. And then, of course, we're separated from ourselves. But when we're honest, we, we just say, you know what, I am upset about that thing. And you know what, I do need that thing. And you know what, I, I like this thing. And then we come back, come back home. Because there are many, many things going on inside of us that can bother us or can upset us.
there are many dysfunctional behaviors happening that we might as well just be honest about. The problem with spiritual life in many ways is that we create these really high standards for ourselves. <laughs> right? Really high standards. And then if we're not living up to them already, then we can go into denial about the things that are in the way of us living them. And then we're living on the outside again. The spiritual ego likes to think, I'm already so spiritual, I've already attained everything, I'm already so great, but we're not really in the space. That's all like an intellectual. Denying it. I mean, I'll be radically honest with you. Like one of the biggest problems I've had is just not being, uh, going back, like when I started my spiritual journey 25 years ago, right? I wasn't aware of how many unconscious things I had going on. I just, did, I really did, had no idea. It was much worse than I thought, right? But my attachment to people, you know, um, interest in relationships, I was trying to not be in a relationship, but I really, I wanted to be in a relationship, right? And I was denying that for a long time and that ended up causing me all sorts of problems because I ended up getting in relationships anyway and then feeling bad about it, right? Because I wasn't being with myself and having an honest chat about it. I was su suppressing and denying that that was going on. So then I wasn't able to come into the higher experience because I wasn't in alignment with myself. I was denying things happening. So this, this is very, you know, basically what we're talking about here is the shadow work, really. This is dealing with, it's not really shadow, it's not all shadow. It's kind of like once you admit the shadow, then the shadow goes away. That's really what it is. The shadow is only existing because of the light of something else. What we're really talking about is coming out of the shadows. So let's just do a little quick practice. I've been talking for a while about this. Let's just stop for a moment and just ask yourself, are you willing, am I willing, you can ask yourself, am I willing to face myself and, and just be honest with myself? Am I willing to be completely honest with myself and everything that's going on in my life and everything I feel about life and everything I need and where I'm at? <laughs> Right? And if you say yes, you'll feel a huge relief. You'll feel a huge relief because you're not running anymore. You're not running. You're just saying, great, let's have a good look at it all of it. This is wonderful. Right? And then you just come back into the light that you are because you are this ocean of peace. Imagine the divine being is is here with you as well. There's divine light around you. It's all spiritual light. It's all wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful peace. 
And here I am. This is where I'm at. This is where I'm at in my life. This is where I'm at in my journey. This is this is how far I've come so far. I'm not pretending I'm further along than I am. Here's all the things that are beneficial that I've learned and practiced. Here's the stuff that's still going on that's harmful. You just lay it all out in front of yourself, your higher self. Sharing is a beautiful way to spread love and wisdom, kindness, blessings into the world. And if you feel our podcast has touched your life in some way and could benefit others, please go ahead and share it with somebody so that we can really reach more souls and touch more hearts and awaken more people. Maybe there's some friends that you have or family members who would really benefit from this. So just go ahead and share it with them in whatever way you can so they can listen to it. Ah, too. yeah, and you, really, can really really it down, you can even write it down. You can just write it down. You can so say, here so it is. Much. I'm just being with myself. <laughs> it is what it is, right? You just, just tell yourself, it is what it is. Here I am. I am dealing with reality now. I'm not denying my feelings. I'm not denying my situations. I'm not denying anything, right? There's money issues. I'm going to look at them. There's relationship issues. Fair enough. I'm going to look at all of them. I'm going to look at all of them. I'm not going to deny any of it. There's health things that need looking at. I'm going to deal with that stuff. I'm not going to run away from it. There's certain addictions or distractions. I'm going to look at all that stuff. I'm admitting it. I'm completely admitting all of it, right? It's just, it's almost like a confession to yourself. Okay. Let's just confess the whole thing, right? It's it's not bad. It's wonderful. It's a huge, huge, huge relief because then we're not running away anymore. This reminds me, actually, the word confession. There's, I don't know if any of you know this, but there's um, a TV series about Sherlock Holmes called Sherlock, right? It's an English show. My dad told me about it. And I watched some of the episodes. And one of the episodes, there's this, there's a guy in, it's about Sherlock Holmes, but it's it's in modern times, right? And... There's one episode, I can't remember what it's called, but it's about the serial the guy is a serial killer, right? And he kill he, he works he has access to a hospital, he's a philanthropist, and he kills people in this hospital. And he he has a very strong need to confess what he's done because he's killed all these people and he can't keep it to himself. So he gets all his most important family and friends, and he basically gives them he he confesses to them while they're being injected with something that wipes their memory, basically, is some. So he has a very strong need to confess, and he does this again and again and again, right? And they don't quite remember what happened afterwards, and they don't remember what he said. But he has that very, very strong need to confess. And then at the end of the thing, he ends up getting caught. And he spends like hours and hours and hours and hours and hours confessing to the police. And he says, if I'd known how good this felt, I would have done this years ago. Right, and they're all tired and they want to go home. And he's like, no, 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 there's more, there's more. And he just wants to go on and on. We, we have a need to just be radically honest, 
with ourselves, right? No one else needs to know this. You don't need to tell anyone else. You don't need to <laughs> to confess to a priest or anything. You can, and that's helpful. But we're just saying, look, I'm going to stop running from anything within myself. What is the point in running away from ourselves? What's the point? So you just lay it all out, lay it all out. It's kind of like a space clearing in the house, except it's in yourself rather than in the house. You know, when you do a space clearing, if you do a really good one, you literally go through every single object that you own in your house, in your garage, everywhere, right? Every single thing gets looked at and dealt with. It's a bit like that, but you're just everything. Here it all is. This is everything going on. This is how I feel. I'm not running. I'm not denying. I'm not pretending. I'm not got an ego trip about any of it. It just it is what it is. And this is fantastic. So this is a practice you can do. I recommend doing it every day, multiple times, really. I mean, why not? To do it fully, if for you to like really face, deal with everything, face it all, it's obviously a bit of a job, but just come back to yourself. The, the main thing to take from this today is you can either be running away from yourself all the time, or you can come back to yourself. And when you come back to yourself, you feel huge, 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 huge peace and relaxation. And then you can actually receive spiritual power from yourself and from beyond, from the one. And you can feel fantastic and you can deal with things, right? And if you're not ready to let go of something that you know is bad for you, fair, don't worry about it. Just stay in yourself and you will gradually let it all go when you're ready. Right? She was saying, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll go on its own when it's ready, but I'm, I'm not going to run. I'm going to be with myself throughout everything. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy being alive. And I'm going to focus on being in this higher awareness all the time, as much as I can, because I'm not running anymore. So just tune into this last question. Are you willing to be radically honest with yourself from now on? And are you willing to come back to yourself, to your higher self that you already are? <laughs> If you, you know that it's true when you start to feel lightness, right? When you really go deep, you'll just feel so re relieved because all that energy, all that energy that's spent in distraction can come back home to you, finally. Right? It's, it's like you're gaining, it's like coming back home after a long trip in some hellish place. 
you can just relax. You go, oh, thank goodness. I'm back home again, finally. That was a nightmare, but at least I'm back now. And ironically, by being radically honest, it's the way to overcome these issues. So we can try and avoid them by running around, it's not going to work. But when we are really honest about everything, come back home, come back home. There's no, no stone unturned, everything is looked at, there's nothing that we are running away from, we're not in denial of anything at all. And if we are in denial, we're open to not being in denial. We're open to looking at anything else that we're not aware of. There's a willingness to deal with it. Ah, yes. Such relief, such relief, such relief. So have a wonderful, wonderful week. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. And... The, the more you experience this, the more <laughs> the more joy you'll feel, the more light you'll feel, and you can then come into this beautiful space and live from there more and more and more every day. So thank you for your wonderful, wonderful presence, big smile, and lots and lots of love. It's been such a beautiful time together. Thank you for listening. Think of one person who needs this and share this with them. If you have any questions for us, please send them to shareyourquestion.com. Go to spiritualrecharge.com for more free meditations, talks, and courses. We thank you for your beautiful presence. Keep shining your divine light in our world. So much love and we'll connect soon.